This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Rubin. How are you? I'm okay, you know. Okay. Yeah, it's like I got a lot on my mind. Oh, good stuff on your mind or not so good stuff on your mind? I don't know. I, I feel like I have some stuff I need to talk about today. <laughs> Let the therapy begin. <laughs> Lay think, down here on this uh, chaise lounge. People think it's a podcast. <laughs> they don't realize I'm just broadcasting therapy. So, um, These pho- photographic issues I, keep running through my mind. Oh, God. This feels terrible. Um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk about truth. Okay. You know, I'm feeling, I feel like I need to get some stuff off my chest. This really does sound like therapy. So let's, let's go. Well, Dr. Fritz Hansen is here for you. Let's go for it. Um, All right. So I've never, I've never said this out loud. I'm embarrassed to say this. So I took this picture when uh, I feel like I'm going to (laughs) cry. Oh my goodness. No, No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, So it was like April, 1980 and I'm a high school student and me and my friends are at the beach uh, Crescent Beach in Florida, and we're walking down the beach, and a uh, we see smoke coming out of a car that's parked on the beach. You didn't set it on fire. I did not. Okay. Because it was in front of us, and because uh, I'm a geeky high school kid, I've got a camera with me. Okay. And um, and I sort of pull my camera out, and the car explodes. Whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. I'd never seen it, and my friends are like, whoa. And I'm taking pictures like a journal. I'm like, I'm running towards the car as it's blowing up. And Was um, anyone trying to stop you? No. <laughs> this is America. This is Florida. So I, I, I met take, your friends. My friends did nothing. And it was it was super cool. And a uh, and then I ran out of film. Like that oh, happened no. back then. I had th- I just shot everything I had. And luckily, because I'm that geeky, I had a second camera in the car. <laughs> and so I ran back to the car really quickly. And I threw my first camera down. And I grabbed the second one. And I ran back out. And I continued taking pictures. And... Um, and it was like my friends are standing there watching it, and we're like, it's amazing scene. Yeah. And these um, pelicans are flying down the beach uh, and uh, fly over the thing, and it's just the craziest scene. And while I'm taking pictures, I mm-hmm. realize that there's no film in the second camera. Oh no! Like I'm winding it, and it's just <laughs> it's just advancing with nothing, and I I have that kind of cold, crappy feeling. So I like run I back. Missed it. I, I, I got the begin. I got the <laughs> right, explosion. Exactly, yeah. So I run back to the car and I grab a roll of film and I load the camera quickly, and I run back out and I continue taking pictures, um, but I missed some stuff and and I, you know, I missed the the pelicans flying over this thing. Right. But everyone saw it. Right. Like it happened. Yeah, yeah. And I just and I continue taking pictures and the police came and everything. And um, when I got home, I like the n- local newspaper was interested in what had happened. And so I I did this photograph of it, but I couldn't just leave well enough alone. I, I recreated the scene. I put pelicans back over the, the thing and my friends who were there saw I mean we all saw what happened and and my picture looks exactly like what we saw which yeah, is the pelicans yeah. flying over um, 
And it was on the front page of the college paper, which was really cool for a high school student that it was yeah. in the University of Florida paper. And I, I always loved that picture and it was, you know, widely discussed. But I faked it. Like, I, I put the pelicans there and you're not supposed, like, it's a journalistic picture and you, you're not, you don't do that. And I've carried this with me for... For years. I mean, I, 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 I can tell this is very important to you, but I'm I was kind of waiting for a bigger secret to drop. Oh, you carried on. this since nineteen eighty. <laughs> come on, it's like I faked a picture. You like, didn't fake the picture. You didn't fake the explosion. The main point of that image was intact. You just added the birds back in. I don't it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. I, I just, come on, did you, did you ever hear about like Steve McCurry, this great, he's a great um, National, National Geographic yeah, photographer. He's a National, okay. And he did that classic picture with the girl with blue eyes on the cover. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's been taking pictures forever. But a few years back, he kind of got busted because he was Photoshopping his pictures and making them better. So her eyes weren't that green. I, we don't know. Now we don't know. Now well, you're questioning everything. Isn't that really the, the problem? It's like the minute you... Are, don't have that journalistic integrity. It calls everything into question. And right. I kind of think that, I, I know that we've been talking about this a lot here, that photography isn't truth. What was what was that quote that I, I saw? Here? Actually, before you go for yes. the quote, I want to ask a question. When yeah. you took that photo and you put the birds back in, yeah. did you do that for yourself before the paper wanted to publish it? Or were you what like what was your intent? Because if this is something that you were doing because you wanted to capture the moment, the essence of that moment... And you had the birds back in, and then the paper picked it up. I feel like there's a. I don't. I don't think that's. I mean, I. I don't honestly line. remember. I'm pretty sure that I recognized it would have. It would be a better journalistic picture, <laughs> a, a better picture that they would want more if it had like it was cooler and the birds made it cooler. Well, put, it was I'll, also what you saw. It is. It was what everybody saw. Yeah. It's like I felt like I was. And I, honestly, you know what? Now that I think about it. What I was hiding was my embarrassment that I didn't have film in the camera. Oh, interesting. Because everyone saw me take the picture. Right. Everyone was like, oh, my God, that'll be the greatest picture ever. Did anyone know? I mean, until this podcast right now, have you ever told anyone that that picture was uh, slightly Lin altered? Lin Linda, are you listening to this? Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Linda and Maria were with me. I can't remember who else was there. Maybe my sister. I don't know. Um, you know... But you, but you feel very, very passionately about this. You said, and there's a quote. What was well, the quote? I, I, I was reminded of, you know, Picasso has a quote. Every artist has the same quote at some level, <laughs> which is like, we all know that art is not truth. Art is a lie that makes us realize truth. Oh, yeah. I... And, and it's similar in a sense to, you know, Weston talking about that, you know, it's a willful deception. Mm -hmm. You know, that, and this was coming out of an era where people you know, didn't believe that photography was art because it was just this sort of mechanical reproduction. And he was pointing out that it's all creative. Yeah. Okay. And I don't, you know what? I just don't know where the lines are anymore. I mean, it used to be, to me, uh, really clear that photography, the whole joy of photography, the whole art of photography was about this capturing the moment in that instant. You know, Cartier-Bresson goes out and captures the decisive moment. If he had Photoshop... Those are not that interesting if you just made them. Elliot Erwitt, who would find these wonderful, crazy juxtapositions, if he was just going out and like saying, oh, I'll just put that next to that, like the way Jerry Yulesman or, or me mm -hmm. you know, would do, it changes it. It changes it meaningfully. So I think, the, so it used to be that 
there was this sort of presumption that photographs are real. We see them, they're real things. And you needed to tell, if it wasn't obvious, like Yulesman stuff, where it's clearly... Well, this... how, do, how do you feel about like Salvador Dali? There's that very famous photograph, which is him throwing water and a cat and jumping and everything's, <laughs> you know, it is very, it's very contrived. Like that's not, that's not real life. It's not, but it's not trying to pretend, I mean... I don't remember the details on that. I think they actually shot it. Like, I think they were throwing cats and doing whatever, throwing I believe so. I think it was like 20 takes or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. um, that That's legit. They caught that moment. Even if they constructed it, they caught a, a real thing. Um, it, it, it depends on what you're doing with this stuff and what people either are expecting or... Um, or, you know, if it's in the front page of the New York Times, I expect that to be a real picture. The, there was a, a photograph on the cover of where I first heard this sort of issue brought up when Photoshop was relatively new. Mm -hmm. and there was a famous picture. I don't remember who took it of the pyramids. Um, and it was on okay. the cover of National Geographic. And there's a camel, I think. Mm -hmm. And it didn't fit in the format of the vertical National Geographic cover. And so they moved one of the pyramids like a half an inch over. Oh. It's super subtle. Yeah. It doesn't change the meaning in any way. Right. And they were they were crucified for that. Really? Because it's journalism. It's like National Geographic should not be faking pictures to make them cooler. That just that screws up the whole point. I mean, I would say moving pyramids is, you know, is sizably uh, <laughs> larger than um, adding some birds back into an image. But I also feel that, you know, this idea of like a willful deception that we talked about previously is it's also in the framing. You know, we talked about not having like a VR world that's just capturing everything that you are trying to share your point of view. And so whether there's power lines in the way and you're trying to you move yourself out of them, you're not saying that those power lines don't exist. Well, oh, that's OK. Well, let's talk about power lines. I have some mm -hmm. issues with power. like. So when I, <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, you for bringing that up, actually. I say up front that I'm a grumpy old man. <laughs> this is exactly where it comes into play. OK, so I'm taking a picture and I'm walking down the street and there's power lines in front of the bridge that I'm trying to take a picture of. And so I'm maneuvering. I'm trying to get in a position so you don't see the power lines. That's it's sort of fake in it. Like, you know, there's power lines all over. Is it different that I'm moving around trying to get a picture without the power lines in the way or just take the picture with the power lines, come back into Photoshop and get rid of the power lines? I would say, what is the, what is the context of what you're trying to shoot? What is the message or your point of view? Like, are you just, is it part of is it intentionally if you're like, I want to tell the story about the, the mega size of this man-made thing and it is amazing. Um, I really don't care if you take the power lines out. It's if it's oh. a cleaner, if it's a clearer vision of your story. I, I have so no issue. With you. I tell you, <laughs> I think that I mean your face was full of such disgust right I, then. <laughs> I used to care about you so much. <laughs> You're like I, one disagreement. I, well, you know, I think that when people are, you know, putting stuff on Instagram, maybe and nowadays with fake news going on, maybe we don't presume that things are real anymore. I think I don't. I mean, you Instagram. Don't? No, I mean, I look at I look at people's feeds, and you look at uh, whether it's Snapchat or Instagram, like just the filters. Everyone's eyes are bigger. They've got you know ears and sunglasses, and they're glowing. They're and not pretending to be something. They're at least it's it's evident that it's been manipulated for fun. Right, but I mean, I also don't. Well, not all the time. I mean, I think sometimes you also look at different Instagram feeds of you know lot like lots of influencers. Uh, I kind of hate that term, but lots mm -hmm. lots of influencers do like photoshop their their pictures so i look at a lot of them and i don't i don't actually think that that was 
necessarily exactly real, exactly what it looked like, but I understand their point of view that they're trying to put out there. Well, this is why I don't Photoshop my pictures because it matters to me that people don't presume that my pictures are... Like, if there's something amazing that's happened in this photograph, mm -hmm. I want it... It's because I caught it. And yeah. it's not because... I went home and like thought, oh, this would be great if I just put this together and did these things to it. But then what about um, something that is contrived? Like the, the, I mean, the Salvador Dali image, you're like, yes, they caught the moment. But what if it's like staged? You gave an example of it's the couple kissing in front of the hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay, so there's the Robert Duaneau. Yes, yeah. And I love the picture. It seems like it's a, people love that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There's doesn't, many postcards. <laughs> but doesn't it meaningfully change your experience of the picture if I told you that he staged it? Right. Because, because it's being presented as having captured this sort of magical moment of Paris. Mm -hmm. It's less cool if he just told two people to go stand there and make out mm -hmm. and, and he'll get a picture of them. And I think that the same way about the people's photography. Like To me, photography is about capturing that moment. It, the minute you are moving things around in the image, taking things out, putting things in constructing something I, and we've talked about this a little before but I think it's an illustration and I don't mean that pejoratively it's not a it's not a negative judgment it's just not photography but if you're you're saying just to clarify you're if you're saying if you're taking things um, if you're taking things out of the like the constructed image after you've captured it you're changing it but it, what if you're moving things around in this in the scene before That's Oh, it, like before I take it? Exactly. Like the example with the glasses that we talked about, uh -huh. you know, a couple of days ago. I don't, not on the podcast, but it was about kind of constructing like a still life. If you're moving those pieces around, is that not photography? We get into some gray territory here. Like it is <laughs> it's not all black and white, folks. It, 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 I mean, it's, I think it matters whether you set something up versus you caught it. Mm -hmm. it it's still photography because you still took a, it, it happened in the moment that was captured and you're presenting it as such. If it's an illustration, if I'm selling some product, there's a presumption that I'm making it look good and I've set it up in some way, I think. Where I get into the gray zone really is, why is it okay for me to Lightroom things, to, to go into the retouching where I can change my exposures and mm -hmm. I can change, I can make it black and white. That mm -hmm. doesn't seem to bother me at all, right? I can uh, burn something out that's just mm -hmm. kind of distracting. I just overexpose it a little bit. But if I went into Photoshop and I just took that thing out or I put something in there, somehow that crosses a line for me. Hmm. I, I, I can't explain it exactly other than this is like that thing, the quote about pornography. It's like, well, I know it when I see it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if we would know it. I mean, I think that we don't know it when we see it. Oh, what was yeah. that, that amazing Susan Sontag? I, we should talk about Susan Sontag sometime because I think she is just brilliant. Uh, someone that everyone should read. Mm -hmm. But she was talking about uh, this, and and th actually, some of this came out of um, the Tate Modern had a, uh, a conversation about photography. And I'm going to read some of this. It said uh, that the expressive power of photography comes in part from how we think of photos, a sort of unwritten agreement about the truthfulness of photographic images. Somehow, in the back of our minds, we cannot shake the feeling that what you see in a photograph is real and true. Though we know photos can be doctored, airbrushed, touched up, photoshopped, we still see them as real. Our head tells us to be cautious, look closer, analyze what we see, but our heart cries out, it's real, I'm seeing it with my own eyes. I would ask, when did she say that? Well, it's, I mean, 
Actually, that, that thing from the Tate Modern was recent. That's mm-hmm. not a 20-year-old quote. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, I, I feel like that it does it does hold true. And I, I would also say she definitely sounds like an optimist, which I also feel like I'm an optimist. I want to believe and I feel like my first take or optimist or gullible, I'm not sure, yes, um, <laughs> where I, where, I mean, I definitely want to believe the image, but I just feel with kind of my you know, recent exposure or just uh, the age of the Internet, I mean, when I was in like middle school and you, there were like the AOL chat rooms and things like that, it was, we were told, you don't know who they are. You don't know, even if they say they're this, you don't know who they are. And as things have kind of persisted and grown and accelerated to even where we have fake news or the face swapping, I don't trust imagery at face value anymore. So if I see something that is a beautiful image or composition, it's more important to me to understand that that's the photographer's point of view that they are they're trying to share that they've framed something for me to to look at and that is the story mm-hmm. i don't care that there's birds that were previously there and you've just added them back in for this particular moment like i i have no issue you are forgiven <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> i don't want to be i feel like i, like I know you you're couple, haunted I, I, it's I don't feel good about it. Like, it changed me. I was in high school, and yeah. it just, it made me, and I had been doing these sort of multiple exposure things for years at that point, a couple of years at that point, and nobody, like, no one expected to see something that was modified in that way. When I was doing it for creative purposes, yeah, I, I didn't, it was cool. It was obvious. There was a big hand in the sky, you know, right. and, and a, a tree growing out of a hamburger, right? But the idea that it was in a newspaper, I felt guilty. You know, and, uh, you know, I, I do think photography, I mean, we've discussed this, that it's whatever you want to make it. Right. But I do think that there's a line where something becomes illustration and we have to own that, that we're just constructing an image or constructing what looks like a photo, a picture out of lots of images to tell our story. And that's a, a great thing. It could be surreal like Yulesman or Maggie Taylor, or it could be um, like Steve McCurry where it's a lot less clear. But in all cases, those are illustrations. But when it's when it's subtle, you feel more, you feel tricked. You, that's when yes. you seem to have a bigger issue. Yes. I, I think it's important that people make that context clear, that this is an illustration created by. So what if, another, another question, mm-hmm. what if there was um, a photograph, it's a a performer or an actress and she's you know kind of spinning in a dress and she's uh, the photographer takes a picture of her it's a great photo the dress is doing just the coolest thing and and another but the background is kind of something's happening so what if the background of a different image is a cleaner shot maybe there's no one on the street or whatever and they replace the backgrounds do you have would you say that that's falsifying i'd say it's still an illustration even though it's not about the background at all. It's about that actress in that moment and capturing the dress, but it's just a cleaner image that is less distracting. You'd be okay with it if they burned out the image, I would be but you're not okay with it. If them. they swap in a different background instead of the background that's there, I would have, a, yeah, I'd have more problem than if they just darkened it to make it less distracting in some way. And yeah, that, that's me. It's, and I it's think, an interesting line. Yeah, I, yeah. And I suppose I could be convinced otherwise, but... Actually, I've been holding this belief for a long time. I probably can't be convinced otherwise. I had a strong emotional reaction that you didn't seem to care. I know. I'm so... I'm sorry. I feel like I should care more, but uh, I'm just glad we got through this. I mean, you feel lighter? You feel better? I do feel better. I will sleep tonight. Good. All right. Well... 
thank you all for listening. Uh, our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com forward slash podcast for more information and our show notes and photos. If you have a question or something you want to t- us to talk about on the podcast, uh, leave it there as well. And thanks to Mitchell Foreman for our incredible theme music. And honestly, we appreciate your attention. <laughs> us this. We hope we've given you some stuff to think about, maybe work on. Until next time. <laughs>